Hello, hello, and welcome to the Flux Campaign. I am your DM for tonight, Steve, usually playing the Inquisitive Rogue, Theus. Last we left off, our party had just returned from the sci-fi fantasy world of Lars. Our party decided to take it easy, get in a couple full rests, and even obtain some new equipment, visiting the NPCs in their environment. They got some new armor and arms from Manda the Blacksmith, and got them enchanted by Tim the Enchanter. Now we are picking up with a new adventure for our party, and we will now begin the roll call. I'm Sarah, I play Axel, Isabel, Flick, and Kyle. Multiple personalities reference one crazy body. I am Tony, I play Puck. He is a sorcerer warlock changeling. I am Charlie. I play Bardis, the Goliath Barbarian, who now has a shield that can shove people very far away. I am Eric, and I play Lokar, the Paladin Warlock of Light, or the Celestial, I don't know, whatever it is. Um, that, yeah, I try to, I guess, do things. I don't know. I was going to come up with something creative, and that didn't come to me, so moving on. Uh, I'm Dom. I play the Elf Cleric Norin, and uh, I shine holy light on stuff. A lot. Yeah, holy light. When Charlie said he has a new shield that pushes people away, I'm just thinking he goes from cuddles to going stranger danger. <laughs> Six feet. Six, Six feet. feet. Well, technically his moves people ten feet. Plus five, I think. Can, can we dub it the shield of Rona? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I go in for the cuddles, and then, yeah, probably do Stranger Danger. I love it. See, I don't have to walk anything <laughs> to a bridge to throw it off now. I just have to be within 30 feet of the bridge. <laughs> and then just expend all the charges and bash them away like 60 feet. I can't wait to try this out. Well, you might get your chance. So our party... At so I'm going to assume... So everyone has gotten their magical items. Everyone has had at least one to two full rests since coming back because it took a couple of days for everything to get made and processed and enchanted and everything. So now our party should be nice and fresh, full hit points, all your spells. Blinged out. Good to go. All right. So... Everyone is at their tavern for the midday meal and drink, waiting for the next adventure. When Narek comes... Well, what is he now? Uh, does, does he that's scurry? Does he climb? Is he a honey badger still? What is he? Uh, where is that page? There Should we go. Should have this up before we start playing <laughs> He is a cat! Meow. Oh, this is the first time we're going to actually see him as a cat. So, everyone is sitting around for their midday meal. She. When a... It's, yeah, Narek's female. Is this like your cat where we didn't know it was a, a he and thought it was a she? And... Um... Princess yeah. became a prince. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they. Anyways, everyone sees a cat walk in to the bar. Um, hello, Narek. Oh. Hello. I guess being a Glowing cat kind of gives away that it's me, because I don't think you've seen me in this form yet. Well, you're glowing and green, and frankly, you've changed forms before, so uh, safe assumption. Yes, yes, there's not many other living things here, except for the few birds that flew in during that whole portal incident. Anyways, about the snakes. let's. Well, I mean, 
The snakes are gone. The birds are still here? The birds are still here. Some of them got stuck here. Is that couple still around? No, no, no. They left. You have options to leave? Well, they did. Okay. You have to stay. You're st I still need your help. So what can we do for you? Well, I... I was... contemplating on what was the best next move, and I felt... I felt an opening to a world you've already been to before become available, although it seems very faint and distant. I thought maybe I could send you to check it out again. Doesn't feel too dangerous. And which world are we talking about now? Uh, it feels very... Humid? Did we know it was humid there? We remember that? Yeah. Probably not. Uh, I wouldn't. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't feel very dangerous, so I thought it'd be good just for a quick look. All the worlds we've been to have been very dangerous. I'm not sure what you mean by it doesn't feel dangerous. Um, you probably, none of you will probably die. Well, that's I, positive. I like those odds. Probably. Probably. Well, I mean, there's been like a 60 to 70% chance of death on all your other missions. Oh, now we find that out. Well, I mean, we all knew this wasn't going to be easy, so. It, it just means you're good at beating the odds. Perhaps this will be ni a nice reprieve? Will you let us know when the odds are not in our favor? Probably not. I, do, I usually don't tell the odds. Never give me the odds. They always be in your favor. Anyway, um, it would be great if you could go once you've finished your meal. I will wait for you out in the town square. And Narek turns around and starts to just slink out of the bar. So if it's a human world, is that the uh, prison world? Is that the... Humid. I, I said humid. Oh, Sorry. I thought you said human for a second. <laughs> no, I was drinking a White Claw. Maybe it slurred a little bit. <laughs> you so basic. <laughs> Just a basic turtle. Please it's, tell me that you got a white claw hoodie on too. No. Those haven't come in yet. And I didn't get one. Cause I don't need one. Lokar can be wearing one. Oh, that's fair. Lokar doesn't wear armor. That's not armor. That's necessity. <laughs> just, it's just a decorative <laughs> item. Alright, right. sidetrack. So, um, humid, do you guys, anybody here remember a humid world? Um, I hear you've I remember talked that, about some desert. That, that prison world was uh, pretty humid, if I remember right, because it was full of water. It wasn't the bug planet. That seemed more arid than anything. Arid, desolate, Watery. No, humans not coming to mind. Oh, so, and the uh, um, technology world that I hope it's not that place. That, yeah. place, that place is a giant pond. That humid is water. What about that place that we were in that was like a farm and we started up on that mountain with all those undead? Was it humid? I don't remember being. I don't humid. remember I the remember temperature the, there. I remember the mountains. I thought we were like trying to guess whether or not the forecast is correct. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
Like, I don't think the weatherman knows what he's talking about. <laughs> what percentage of humidities we're specifically looking for? Because depending on the day, any of the worlds could be humid. You know, I'm more just worried about the barometric pressure more than the humidity. The personalities, we don't know which one. I like how Steve threw us this random, like, it's the humid planet. We're trying to figure out what planet it is, and we damn know well would know which one it is. You don't know which one it is. I guarantee you, you don't know which oh, one it okay. is. Oh, <laughs> okay. It's not the one you're thinking it is. Haven't we only ever been to the one planet free? Well, whatever. Um, I finished my food and head out to the courtyard. As do I. Out. <laughs> All right. Little car heads out. <sighs> I I follow him. I follow. I follow while continually mumbling humid, humid world. <laughs> or not. Puck, you go. Ah, sure. Let's go to this human world. That's 60%, right? This is greater than 60% in our favor. So, sure. All right, everyone shows up at the town square. Narek is there sitting on a bench that's been added to the town square. What? Who put a bench out here? I mean, it's convenient. The dwarf put it out here. Oh. She said it would be good for taking a rest and viewing the town square with the child. Hmm. Checks out. Well then, I will... I see you're all here, so I will go ahead and open the portal for you. And the cat starts to stare... The cat just starts to stare into a blank space. Like, it's looking at something very intently, but you can't see it. And it stays that like, like that for like a solid minute. And then there's a... And then there's a crack as a portal opens on the other side of the town square from where Narak is sitting. Oh, there's the portal. Well, get this over with, and Lokar starts walking into it. Um, Anorin follows. follow after you puck all right I'll, I'll go last time i was presented the option i was like literally punched through <laughs> <laughs> i could i could assist you with that if no, it makes I'm you looking... feel like it's what you how you go through these now no, no thank you i keep an eye on artists as i walk Back. This is, I should not have back, walked backwards through the portal. Well, Puck, as you walk backwards through the portal, you find yourself falling over and landing, hitting, some, hitting what it feels like water as you sink. And suddenly you find yourself facing it. Basically, it feels like you backdived into water. Um, as everyone else walks in, you find yourself suddenly waist-deep in swampy water, surrounded by large tree canopies in this very murky, dark swamp water with algae and plants growing out of it. I don't remember <clears throat> this place. What? Well, it's humid. Humid. Not, I mean... This isn't humid. This is, this is algae in my butt. This is this musty. This is disgusting. So we just fall into water? We well, I mean, you, you all walk into water. Puck was walking okay. through the portal backwards and fell into it. Gotcha. So you see Puck's arms and legs kicking as his face is underwater. I would call this world <clears throat> musty. Oh. <laughs> I'm just going to lay down in it and go, ah. Yes. Feels very much like home for a turtle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will reach out a hand to help Puck up if he takes it. I'll reach up. And hopefully I grab the hand and get up. Yeah, Puck, you reach up and you feel Bardus's hand and wrist and you clasp onto it as you're lifted up out of the water. 
This place ain't familiar. I ain't been here. Huh. I wonder where we're at. So you find you find that the air is quite humid. It is hot. I would say for those of you wondering for specifics, probably about an eighty-two to eighty-five degrees. Um, pretty stagnant air, not a lot of wind, almost a, practically no wind at all. Um, very humid, probably about a 70% humidity. <laughs> Thank you for being clear. What's the barometric pressure? I don't know, I'm not a meteorologist. Okay, even if you answered it, I wouldn't understand it. <laughs> Isn't that oh. like millibars? <laughs> so yeah, you find you guys find yourself basically in the middle of a giant swamp where all you can see is swamp all around you on all sides. And you can hear the sound of insects and birds in the distance. And yeah, you're in a giant swamp. So I... Anyone know of this place, or anyone see land? So I'm, I, I don't like sitting in this water. Nope, but I love it, and I'm just wallowing in the water. Uh, I'm gonna look around um, and try to see if I can find any sort of land. Uh, you want me to roll it all, or is there just really no land? Uh, I'm just gonna give it to you. Uh, this is basically like. Very much like the Everglades and the Cypress Swamp, where like once you're in the muck, there is no land to be seen for miles. Um, the best you can see is that some of the uh, cypress trees and canopies have grown, that are growing out of the swamp. You can see that there's like elevated ridges made out of the roots of these giant trees. Huh. I open up my map case and unroll <laughs> my crayon magic <laughs> map. Of, oh, you mean the DM Bane? Yeah, the DM's Bane. Um, <laughs> crudely drawn crayon map that just sort of happens to show us, you know, a rough idea of where we might be. DM discretion, of course. All right. There is a... There is an X in the middle of the map. X marks the spot. Which signifies where you're at. Yeah, I was about to say, that's where we're at. And then in the le upper left-hand corner of the map, it has a has a crudely child crayon drawn alligator. <laughs> Let's avoid and then, that. <laughs> and then on the lower left-hand corner, it has pictures of snakes. And then on the far right side of the paper, there is a pic there is a there is a crayon drawn face of a happy frog. Okay. That sounds nice. Hmm. Hmm. My preference is not snakes. Hmm. Well that way. The happy frog scares me. Yeah, I point to the ta to the, the upper left direction, so whatever that actually maps out to be, say, just what northwest. There's alligator, probably bad. Points towards the southwest, probably bad. Point towards the east, probably our best bet. And as you say that, you start hearing the sounds of a musical instrument, stringed instrument being plucked in the in the uh in the direction of the east and it's definitely sounds like a banjo was that the happy frog direction oh good god yes we're gonna find the rainbow connection oh god i just took me a second to put that one together mm -hmm. let's not get sued by disney again i say we follow the music Everyone in agreement on that? Is it the happy frog direction? Because if it's the happy frog direction, I'm not agreeing to that. 
But look how oh. happy that frog looks. Yeah, yeah, but that scares me even more than the alligator. Well, I'll start walking that direction. I'll, I'll, re I'll reluctantly follow. I'm going to stay behind the two big guys. Sounds like a plan. You all start making your way eastward towards the sound of the plane instrument. Wait, and very important question. What color are Isabel's eyes? Or... She's Isabel. She's okay. Isabel? Okay. Yeah. Why don't you get on uh, Lokar's back? It'll get you out of the muck. What? what? Weren't you on top of his back before? Me? No. Someone else? Possibly. Yeah. Are you forgetting there's multiple me's inside of here? I don't remember who's done what. I'm figuring that any of you is would like to get out of the muck. Never mind. Enjoy the muck. Sludge. Sludge. Yeah, so everyone's moving at half speed. I guess except for Lokar, who continues at his normal turtle speed and through the swamp. Oh, I mean, I'd stay with the group. I wouldn't you, like... you would stay with the group, but this is not favorite terrain for anyone here. Sure. Um, so you're all moving at half speed. About, about maybe a 15-20 minute walk, you finally come across a clearing, and you see sitting on top of a log in the distance is a little orange and blue frog-looking type person. And like if a frog was made humanoid. And it's about the size of a gnome. My god, that's terrifying. And it's sitting there wearing uh, like one of the... wearing basically like overalls. Sitting on the... sitting on a log floating in the uh, swamp playing this instrument. This has not seen you yet. Um, I guess I walk up to this frog and said, uh, uh, greetings. Are you a local here? It stops playing as it's large, bulbous eyes in these large sockets on the front of its head look at you. And you see that its tongue just kind of comes out and licks over its eye before slipping back into its mouth. Is that a yes? Oh, look, Anoran, it speaks your language. I don't speak in tongues. Um, uh, my name is Noran. These are my traveling companions. Uh, we were sent here... Wait. We were sent here because Narek said we have to go here. Why are we here? Because guys, we weren't really given, well, we kind of were given an option, but it's kind of like that, you know, you have, but you're not given an option. Um, uh, well, we're here for a purpose. Um, uh, um, a grand purpose, I assume. Um, and could really use some help. Would you be willing to guide us through this um, swamp? Your home, I assume? You see the little frogman stand on top of the log and sling the stringed instrument across its chest by a strap so that it hangs on its back. As it pats its knees off, looks at you, and opens its mouth. Oh, so you're here for the tour, are you? Um, oh my god. Yes? I just realized. It's like. Never mind. It's like Kermit. You just <laughs> realized that? Yeah, I, I wasn't paying attention. I, like, he plays a ukulele, though, doesn't he? Oh, jeez. Hello there. I'm Tim Kerr the Grong. How can I help you today? So, you want a tour of our swamp, do you? Man, I was totally going to do, like, animal sense and stuff on it, but. 
he talks. <laughs> a um, tour of the swamp. Oh, yes, are... this is a very historical swamp for this world. There is lots of history to be shared. Sure. Uh, at least help us figure out where we are. What? What's this world? Oh, this world? Well, I mean, it used to have a different name before the great ruler came. Uh, but now, after it fell into disrepair, it's kind of just the swamp. Okay, let's let's back up a minute. You mentioned the great ruler. Oh, yes. Thousands of years ago, there was a great ruler who took over the world. He made life better for everyone after he conquered it. It was great. What's the name of this great ruler? Oh, his name was Zephar. Zephar. Hmm. All right, well, let's start the tour. All right, well, if you come with me, we'll go take you right through a great tour. I'm sorry, that was Vespar. I forgot the name for a moment. It's Vespar. Oh, Vespar. Did oh, we learn that name before? No, oh, you yeah. have not learned. Okay. Oh, he has a Vespa? Yes, yeah, a special Vespa made to go through swamps. Well, I'm just concerned about a very large measuring device that's uh, overseeing them. Come along, there's... <clears throat> Come along, there's some great ruins I can show you. And he All starts right. hopping through the swamp. I'll uh, back a little bit. Hey, Bardis, could you just check and make sure he's not walking us towards the crocodile or the snakes or something? Um, I'll compare the direction that he went off to towards the direction that we came from. Where... He is now taking you. He is now taking you northeast, and the alligators and snakes are no longer visible on the map. Oh, wow. They're not there, but we're going, and I point to the direction of the frog that way, and then I point towards the direction of the where the crocodile was, basically west, northwest-ish. The, the crocodiles are that way. We're fine. Right. But you can go ahead of me, and I'll make sure that none sneak up behind you, Puck. Thank you. You ride and... him. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why? Wow. Sarah's gonna ride the frog? No, I think Puck should ride Bardis. That seems appropriate. Uh, I'm not liking this trend of people riding people in the episodes. Sure is that that wouldn't be alright, would it? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> no. Cosplay is not consent. Persuasion? persuasion? Only if Lokar and I start Please to use persuasion right now. Persuasion. No. <laughs> well, you all come rolling up on some, uh, looks like actual brick, uh, brick and stone buildings sticking out of the swamp. As you notice that the water level starts to go down and now you're only, like, ankle deep. Oh. Wait, hold on. How did we get there? We were just arguing whether Puck was riding me or not. <laughs> you, did, you did not it, let it, Puck roll persuasion to try to get to ride Bardis. To get on your pants. Fine. Go ahead. Roll it. I rolled a 12. So that's a 19. How? I'm not sure I like the dice giving consent. Does... <laughs> Yeah. I'll uh, I'll do the other over here. I pictured a scared monkey just jumping on his back. I don't think Puck's a monkey. No, but all I could picture I was like monkey type trying to just cling on. Like you let me do this. Now he's a dingleberry. <laughs> you had one to transform a short bow into a crossbow not that many sessions ago. It's true. Hmm. Ha ha! And Puck can turn into anything. 
thing. I'm still not okay with roll for consent coming up here. Yeah. Isabel. Well, I mean, Charlie could say no. It's persuasion. Charlie hasn't said no, so he's clearly okay with it. Well, I've said no. (laughs) He still seems indifferent. Well, and, if you uh, transform into a monkey or like some sort of tentacled beast or anything like that with multiple appendages and just lad, and it's more work to get him off, then I will resign to the fact that he wins. But if he just wants me to, if he just does like the little kid looking at me with his arms up, going up, <laughs> pick <no."> me up. <laughs> yeah, then no, that is not happening. I turn into a little kid. So oh jeez! Oh god! Jeez. This is getting weird. I would, I would, I would get taller before you drown. You turn <laughs> into a very large female Goliath. <laughs> oh my! How about now? Well, now you're seven-ish feet tall, and quite attractive, I must say. I, I just look at Bardis and go, just remember, he can change what he looks like. He's not actually that. But it's been so long since I've been home and seen my people. I just pat you on the shoulder and you do you. Let him be, Lokar. Let's keep going. <laughs> no, Roll for consent. Lokar, I imagine Lokar, after saying you do you, Puck just turns into Bardis. <laughs> how close are you because i will shove no i don't do that i stay as a female goliath (sighs) moving on look a brick house the grunlet turns around and goes oh there's there's another one of the large ones what happened to the other little one did we lose someone oh those swamp gators sure can get anyone without you noticing and apparently give you somebody new. I look directly into the new female Goliath's eyes and go, yeah, oh, no. they can get anyone. I've never seen him drop someone else off before, though. Anywho, here we have some buildings that were once part of a fortification for those who fought against the great ruler when he was taking over. when he was taking over? Well, of course. He had to usurp the power to become the new overlord of all. I have a 22 of Goliath's effectiveness. Oh, good God. (laughs) We're still on this. Yes. (laughs) Meanwhile, while the Grung is giving a history lesson, Puck is just trying to seduce Bardis. Honestly, I am the bard of the group. I roll to seduce. Okay, so I turn to our froggy friend and and try to keep the conversation with him. I guess. So the great ruler, uh, he he, how long ago did the great ruler come and take over? This is not okay. Oh, I'd say it's been probably close to about twelve hundred years. So, uh, Okay. Yeah, he came and he ins- he came, he ruled, and then he left people to rule for him. I mean, it's been kind of we've mm, we've lost. What's the word I'm looking for? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've been with, but we've been without a ruler now for probably about two hundred years. Wait, but I thought you said the Great Ruler took over 1,200 years ago. He did. And he left about 200 years ago. Oh. Oh, dang. So, absolutely. So who's taking over now? Form of government is this? Well, we've kind of of formed a tribal system in the meantime, while we wait for his evident return. Well, if it's been like 200 years, how do you know it's eminent? Oh, the Grey Ruler wouldn't abandon us. I mean, 
We adore him. Well, I, um, not to forgive my rudeness, but it feels like he, if he's been gone for so long, either something very important is taking his attention or he just doesn't care. Or he's dead. Oh, he also, was always, he was always really busy going and conquering other worlds and coming back. Oh yeah, he was spreading his rule all over the place. <laughs> spreading his rule. Hey, we prospered, and we finally had a say in the world. And if you come over this way, he starts leading you further in, we actually have the remains of a statue of the Great Ruler before it was destroyed by the environment. Alright, yeah, I'm gonna go take a look at that. I'll walk that way, swaying my hips and whatnot. <laughs> What statue? I don't see any statue at all because I am not looking at Puck. You're not looking at Puck. You're looking at Puck's hips. I think he's been reading that book too much. Trying not to. <laughs> uh, all right, you're led further in by uh, Tim Kerr the Grung, and he brings you up to. You're finally standing on land. You're completely out of the swamp water now, and uh -huh. elevated on a ped and elevated on a large pedestal base. You see that there is a rough statue that has been weather worn over the years, where any like very distinct features of the person's face and clothes have been rubbed away by time. However, you can definitely see that there is the traces of a crown on top of their head and that they are standing with one leg raised on what looks like a large turtle shell. It's the captain. The what now? Um, so I, I'll kind of start from the top of the turtle and then go down and go and turn to to Tim, Tim, Tim Cor, whatever the frog. Tim Cor, and yeah. And say, why is he standing with a foot on a turtle shell? Oh, well, because this world used to be a constant war ruled by these giant turtles that are no longer on this world. Hmm. But we can't see, like, what race or anything the statue was. Uh, the per the statue looks humanoid. You can't get any okay. distinct features. It's not an orc. Mm, I would say the shoulders and body aren't stout enough to be an orc. Okay. Do I have any inkling that this could be some remnants of my planet? Um, I mean, a definite... Something that definitely gives you a strong feeling is the fact that he's standing on a large turtle shell it is basically the size of the shell of a shell of a turtle sure um but as far as the humanoid shape you've not seen anyone specifically um i mean the biggest the most descriptive thing other than the him standing on the turtle shell is probably the fact that he's wearing a crown okay so um oh but give me a perception check Okay. Eight, eleven. Eleven. Um, you notice that there is a lot of overgrown uh, plants around the base of the pedestal where the statue is sitting on. Um and that it looks like it might be covering up plaques. Okay, yeah, I'll try to wipe those away. Yeah, you, you go forward, you start uh, pushing the weeds and grass aside, and there are definitely plaques. Um, the writing is definitely worn out on most of it, but some of it is written in the uh, script of your homeworld. Okay. 
this uh this is concerning. Do you know where we are? Well, I mean, this man is standing on what appears to be a turtle shell, which looks to be of my brethren. And this plaque here is written in a similar fashion to um to to things on my planet and how they are written. Hmm. Oh, so you can actually read it. I mean, I, I guess I assume I could read it. Is it written in... I don't think turtles have like a... No, I was going to kind of say it's just like the... Oh, I have Aquin. of your world. I could say that Aquin would be like a script of my world, I guess. Sure, we can go with Aquin. So, written in Aquin, it says, In honor of our lord Vespar the Tyrant. Oh. And you've definitely heard the term tyrant used before to describe someone who's taken over a world. Um, this brings up interesting questions. And so I repeat back to the group. Well, the, the plaque says, in honor of our lord Vesper, the tyrant. Um, but why would it be written in my language that they worshipped this man? Is there others that speak your language? Well, I don't know. Um, so I turn to the frog and say, are others around here that speak Aquin? Well, I know our elders can read the plaques. They hand down the history from generation to generation. And where are the elders? Oh, they're back in the village, just on the other side of these ruins. All right. So, when you say your language, what are you referring to? Well, this is uh, specifically a language spoken by my people. Um, it's how we would leave messages for each other so the orcs couldn't uh, decipher our locations and things. Um, obviously, they figured out the language at some point, but for the most part, we could get away with it. But yes, this is a language we call Aquin, and it's spoken by most turtles. Hmm. Yes. I'm sorry, I'm not familiar with it. Puck, seriously, That's can you fair. back? <laughs> um, Alright, sure. I'll change into like my standard please, look. Please tell me you use that voice, though, as the Goliath. Like, the Female. Oh, oh. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so I turn, I turn back towards the frog and say, "So, are there other turtles here?" Oh, well, you see, uh, there haven't been any turtles in this swamp for decades. Uh, they mostly keep to themselves on the other side of the Gatorlands. Hmm. Uh, my other question, are there orcish figures here? Oh, the orcs, they rule all the lands outside of the swamp. Hmm. Oh, dear. How long do turtles live? Uh, I don't know that one. No, like regular turtles can live a long time. Well, tortoises can live for a long time. Yeah. I don't know where to find that in D and D Beyond. <laughs> Any chance? Thousand, twelve hundred years? <laughs> uh, they typically live to be around fifty years old. Oh. According to Google. Okay. Um. Oh, that's only if they mate. Celibate turtles live to be around three hundred. Jesus! Oh wow! That's what Reddit says. Huh, does that mean after 30 they become midget, like universally? Look, if your source of truth is right, it's because everybody on there is celibate, and that's why they think they're going to live forever. <laughs> live forever. Oh, God, they acquired the power of a mage. The oh, more God. you know. Reddit has um, us. So, um... Reddit has spoken. So, I... I uh, Lokar gets very, very distraught. 
Well, let me take you through the ruins. You can meet my village. Yay! <laughs> well, he's a happy frog. I don't. I don't. I don't like the Kermit references. I don't mind them. <laughs> Lighthearted. Right. And he starts hopping along through the ruins, pointing things out as you go. Um, and I mean, like, other than that statue, none of these buildings look familiar to you, mostly okay. because they're weather-worn, they're ruins, but like the placement of them, you think this was probably another village that you were not in or part of because you don't recognize the structures. Um, and finally, you're led out of the ruins and outside of the ruins on the other side from where the swamp is, you see that there is a, a wall built around a village made out of swamp wood and that there are uh, small wooden huts uh, filling in the space behind the walls. And there seems to be a large bonfire going in the center of the village. Right. I just keep following in. And I'm kind of, yeah, just looking around for signs. There's a right. giant bonfire. Is the floor of the what we're walking on somewhat drier now? Well, yeah, we were up on dry land, he said already. Oh, just ankle deep. Yeah, but once you enter the ruins, it was land. Oh, okay. Yay, land. Um, so, yeah, you're led into the village. Wait here for one moment. I'll go get our leader. And he hops away. Are we sure that this is a good thing? Is that the crocodiles and snakes? Yeah, but he, why would he have to leave us alone to go get his elders? Because the elders are not here. I, I, by the way, since I've seen that statue, I've had the sword in my hand, like ready to go. <laughs> I say we practice a cautious optimism and move forward. Yeah, I, uh, I agree. I'm a little worried if this world, this, this, this seems weird to me. But I mean, in the time I lived on the planet, I don't remember the name Vespar or having a great ruler. And if this is my planet, I'm, I fear for what has happened to it since last time we were here and how long has passed. Well, the tyrant was uh, the one that was taking over that Gensai world. Yeah. Strange, hmm. though. He's taking over with Undead. I don't see any Undead here. Yeah, that's curious. If he's more of a necromancer. Well, they say it's been 200 years since he's been seen. So, Nerex portals, can they also... Can they also... Tra they can travel through time, so... Well, Nere so far, I don't know if Nerex have. Hmm. She's becoming more... Solid, I would say? Perhaps as her size as animals grows, her powers grow. Perhaps well, what we're seeing is an ev evolution of the magic. At some point, I'd like to go back into the past and actually try to fix my world. I'm a little distraught by the uh, the findings so far. All right, and as you're sitting there talking, you see that Timker the Grunge starts uh, hopping back with a. Older frog, small, a small older frog hanging onto his back as he hops up towards the group. Hello, everyone. I brought my leader. This is our elder. Hello, elder. Um, hey, wh what's that? Elder, I'm young, I say. He looks incredibly old. Hi, yeah. What, see uh, Really old, shaky blue frog wearing a rope around him. He's got big old bushy eyebrows. You didn't even know frogs could grow eyebrows, but he's got big bushy ones. What is uh what is your name, friend? Hey, my name My name is Elder Hop. <laughs> but I thought he said his so you're young hop. No no, my title is Elder. But is your name Hop? 
Yes. Uh, good day, Elder Hop. Uh, I am Anoran. These are my uh, traveling companions. Lokar, Bardis, Puck. Theus isn't there, right? Theus is not there. Okay, and... Isabel? Yes. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Guess right. I, I, I look at the Elder, and in Aquin, I say, Hello, I am Lokar. It is nice to meet you. Elder Hop. And he responds to you back in Aquin. Ah, it's good to see one of your kind. We don't see you much anymore once the gators moved in on the territory. Yes, uh, your your other and I go back to common. Um, but I say your your uh, your fellow here told me that the, yeah they moved out into that area, but what forced them out that direction? Well, they've they've become a very small community over the centuries, and they just didn't have the manpower to keep pushing back the gator folk. They eventually had to cede some land to them and move further out of the swamp. And do that? Do their do their remaining numbers look familiar to like me, or do they have different markings and shell design? You, you look kind of like the ones we would see in the old scriptures from the ruler. No, the ones we have, the the turtles that live on the other side of the Gatorlands, they've they've accepted the ruler's gifts many many centuries ago. They are bred for they were bred for battle to be in his armies. Mm. Um, these scriptures you speak of, is there a chance I might? be able to peruse them and see if I recognize anything? Oh, no, no, they are they are sacred and they are very fragile. I am I am afraid that only those deemed worthy within our tribe are allowed to even gaze upon the covers of the volumes. They are so fragile, everything is now passed via verbal to the next generation. We can't even risk touching them anymore. Fear of losing them. Then um if if you're given the time, I'd like to hear the story of of what what has transpired here with my kind. I'm concerned that we're well. So you're not getting any details, but I might know some of those people from your legends. Oh, that would be great. That would be great. It takes oh, it's been a while since we've had a festival of learning. Yes, yes. They usually take about a week. I would be happy to go through the entire history with you. It takes a week. Oh yes, there is many theatrics and songs and dancing, and oh, there's so much fun to be had with it. I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent sure we have a week on this planet. Oh, got somewhere else to be, do you? Old Hop, not good enough for you, is that? No, what no, it is, it is not that. It is, um, well, it's a long story on our part as well, but it does not take a week to tell it. But we are not from this land. And um, we were sent here because we're being sent to many places to try to save a lot of planets from a certain darkness that is overwhelming them. Darkness, you say? There's been no darkness on this planet ever since the great ruler took over. In fact, the darkness attacked this planet, according to our scripture, right before the great ruler came and saved us all. Well. In some of the places we have been, and we have heard of this tyrant, at least it may not be the same person, but we have heard of a tyrant that would take over a world, but he would use an undead army to do so. Undead? Oh, no, 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 no. You see, the great ruler liberated us with the help of his, with the help of the orcs and these winged beast minions of his. Would that have... Okay, sorry, out of character. So at the end of Tony's um, section, were they winged creatures that were with the orcs? They were definitely infernal-looking imp creatures, yeah. Okay. Um, so like his description of them would match what we saw basically before we left. You would be able to make an assumption based on that, yes. Okay. 
Um, so I'll, I'll convey a little bit of that um, that 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 battle before we were swept away to the elder and see if it rings any bells to him. Oh, oh, oh my. Yes, I heard that the initial attack by the darkness left many, many, many destroyed. Uh, I heard it hit the original Tortle clans very hard. Many, many died. So if anybody notices Lokar, he now has tears that are streaming down. Not streaming, but they're trickling down his face. Hmm. I, I, I'm afraid that we're uh, we're too late. I walk up and try and pat him on the back. And hmm. as and as Puck starts to comfort Lokar, you hear shouting in the distance, "Elder, elder, elder!" And you see a bright yellow. An orange striped frog hop towards you. Elder, elder, the uh, the great talisman's been stolen. Oh no, not not the great talisman! You hear the elder say under his breath. What what talisman is this? Oh, it's it's a great relic left to us by the one ruler. It is a key to. One of his greatest weapons and secrets still that still exist on this land. That's probably I, maybe I, it's what we're looking for. I kind of turn to the group and I go, I wonder if we were sent here to help with this so that we might arm ourselves against the battle we have forthcoming. Maybe an maybe. item that we're seeking for the ritual. Maybe. Or at least maybe something that unlocks the item we need for the ritual. Oh, unfortunately, our soul, our warriors are out as a hunting party collecting food in the swamp. You look very capable. And I know that your turtle brethren are also great warriors. Would you be able to help us retrieve the talisman before it is used for dark purposes? Well, it depends on if we know who might have taken it and which direction they would be. You hear you see the yellow and orange one speak up. It was stolen <clears throat> It was <laughs> stolen by the old snake witch. Oh the snake witch. Snakes. The only thing worse than a snake witch is a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> she stole the talisman under our guards' noses, and she was heading southward towards the great temple. Well, that seems easy enough. We should assist you, Elder. Yes. And then I would like to, to see what information we can glean from you, hopefully, before we are swept away from this land. I will pray for your quick and safe return. Please return the talisman to us before the Snake Witch unleashes the Great Ruler's weapon upon us all. She is mad, I tell you. Hopping mad. Some pun. <laughs> So Lokar kind of steals himself and wipes away the couple tears he has and just like, there's time for grieving later. Now it's time for action. And we will save that action for the next episode of Flux. Wow. So uh, dramatic. All right. Dun, dun, dun. It's over. Now's the time to push buttons. Or roll dice. Push, 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 push. No, I roll dice. I don't push buttons. I don't trust the bots. And we have Theos again trying to get us sued by Disney. Yay! And Muppets and Jim Henson. and Oh, God, everything. Everybody yeah. sues. Yay! I feel like some, at some points this, this whole thing is just us trying to get sued as much as possible. Hey, we are not collecting any type of money for this currently, so... And his name is Tim Kerr, not Kermit. Oh, it's the backwards of Kermit. <laughs> for a second there, I thought you were going for a Tim Curry reference. No, then I would have tried a Tim Curry voice and failed horribly. Well, that's fair. You did get pretty Deckard Kane at the for a little yeah. bit too. <laughs> Stay a while and listen to Hop the Ancient. <laughs> I was gonna say something, but nah, you were doing pretty good with it, so I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> 
I felt it had been a while since there was a silly voice episode, and the Kermit voice actually does not destroy my vocal cords. <laughs> not yet. You know, given time, it'll yeah. destroy the podcast. Thanks a lot, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> just we'll doing just make my it part. under a new name. <laughs> All right. I mean, yeah. Let's go take a break so we can come back into the second part, and everybody else can catch what's going on next week. All right, catch you later, guys. And don't forget, follow us on socials. We had a, a huge uptick in people actually downloading the podcast a couple weeks ago since we recorded this. Mm-hmm. Um, we'd like to hear from you. Please, you know, reach out somehow and let us know what you think. Any feedback is welcome, good, bad, or otherwise. Um, I don't know what the otherwise would be. So we'll love you no matter what, even if you. That's true. You go changeling on us and turn into things that we know is wrong. But <laughs> if that makes you love me more, anyways. Anybody wants to fan art a seducing Goliath? That'd be uh, hilarious. Like a super manly <laughs> voice. You can me. buy. You can go ahead and buy my love. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, everybody have a good week and see you next time. Stay healthy. Bye. See you next time. Bye. Bye.